Alright, boys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We pump these out every week. And these are your hosts, Sebastian and Henry. We greatly appreciate you guys tuning in to the episodes. We really do. And also, guys, uh, if you guys don't know, we also have an Instagram account called the Ipe Boys Podcast. Make sure to go and follow us, and uh, we hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Boys, we're here for another episode. Um, my guest, JK, always the host, always, always the host with me, Henry, the Karate Kid. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. Just another chaotic week as always. Finally, Friday. Yes, sir. Did it. The but having today off felt so weird. Like having a Friday off, I'm just like, sheesh. The weekends, fucking longer more relaxed time more chill time but all jokes aside and shit henry does not do karate he does jujitsu he's one of them grappling folks um <laughs> last weekend me and the homies we watched him kick ass and just experiencing the most dog shit scheduling on the planet yeah it was pretty bad it was a very disorganized uh tournament yeah i we still showed up had fun just watching all the all the fucking there little matches there were some matches. yeah there were some crazy matches there was this fucking guy that israel told us about his name's seth bro he that fucker is crazy like good um literally as we were watching him this match starts and within the 10 seconds like he does a flying arm bar i believe and then he submits the guy instantly in 10 seconds bro i'm like damn that was fast as shit this dude's good yeah. And he did that. He did that move twice. And then the hardest opponent was your teammate Tony. He had the hardest time with Tony for sure. Oh, yeah, um, Tony's very good. Because oh. his first opponent was like this other guy that looked like a fucking dwarf from Lord of the Rings. I kid you not. Looked like, like with like a long ass beard is what I mean. He, like long oh, ass yeah. beard and everything. Um, he did the flying bar to him, flying arm bar to him, and then to the other guy. I don't know the other guy how what was his name, but. After those, oh, I just smacked the shit out of this mic like it was a bitch. But with Tony, Tony had the worst trouble. I mean, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He had the worst trouble with Tony. Because Tony, how I saw him was like, he he knows a lot more technique than the other guys did. Because I don't know what it's called. Sorry, Henry, if I'm not saying this correctly. But Tony's like movement is a lot faster, but more like of. I don't know what it's called, like technique-wise. Like he's he's not he like laying him. Yeah, he was more technical of not getting captured in like a possible submission. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Tony. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned it. He's one of my teammates. He's yeah. a four strike purple belt. Um, he's been wrestling since he was a kid, and he is Coach Juan's like prophet. He is uh, he teaches the classes. He does teaches with Coach Juan, so teaching helps him better. Anyways, yeah, he's very technical, really fucking good, man. This guy, for Seth to even beat Daniel, really impressed me because I thought, honestly, being biased as fuck and just seeing Tony train every fucking day, I thought Tony's gonna run over the competition. But uh, 
he won two out of one. So I mean, he did. I mean, he did good. He didn't, you know. Yeah, and I also heard the point system was asked for his for his matchup with Seth because um, your other coach, I forgot his name. What's his name? Jay. Coach Jay. He was talking about like how, because I remember Tony was specifically up four to zero, and then so Coach Jay was saying that he got out of the position and he got points for that or some shit like that, and then he was able to get half guard, which gave him some more points. Um, and that's how they deduct points from Tony. I didn't know. I really don't know. But I thought the point system was kind of funky, knowing that fucking Tony lost yeah. two points, and then this fucker's like up five to two, right? So I'm just like, well, that was that's a little weird. But I uh, know the rules. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I heard something else. I heard Tony's brother, and then we saw him. He it was a curly hair one with glasses, but uh, he was saying that uh, they actually they actually gave Tony a point, two points that was for Seth. That's why it went from four to two. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's what happened. But anyways, that tournament mm. was very. Uh, I feel like the last one was more organized. If you remember the one I did two years ago, it was back to back to back. Yeah, that one was good because I. The only reason I stood out with this tournament is like specifically, dude. I was like, you told us to get there at a certain time, which is perfectly fine. But holy shit, we got there like at one thirty, and we thought we were late as fuck, dude. You didn't fight until when, like three. Or like three uh, thirty? Like oh, like four. Oh four. And then we didn't yeah. leave until when? Seven? Seven ish? No. We left like uh five thirty, I think. Oh five thirty ish? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just the timing was ass, but it was still fun to watch. Um just seeing all the matchups and shit like that was fun. These kids are they yo, these guys are training their kids as killers, man. I saw these little kids like fucking kicking ass. I'm just like, holy shit. Dude. Yeah, I saw crazy. these little girls. Yeah, I saw this little girl rear naked choked. This little kid, and he, bro, he, I think he like started crying. Like he kept grabbing his throat. I was like, damn, he fucking shit, dude. Dude, little yeah. Girl almost fucking killed this dude. Yeah, like these kids are being ki- trained as killers, and it was just a good, funny experience just being with a bunch of friends, just supporting Henry, of course. But Henry, tell us what led up to you for the tournament. What you did? What were your practices? What were your like fucking little, not rituals, but what you do every day to prepare yourself for that shit? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to try to be quick and brief. I don't want to bore these people with my... Uh, well, you see, I jack off twice a day, and then I do my cardio. <laughs> it pumps up the soul. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> it gets me mentally ready. <laughs> nah, so I guess in all seriousness, I... Uh, so, you know, leading up to this tournament, I knew, honestly... So my goal this year is to push myself more than I ever push myself mentally, physically, emotionally, all that, you know. So... I have a goal of doing at least three or four tournaments this year, which is most I've ever done in one year. So going into this tournament, the first one I knew was going to be the hardest one mentally, uh, just because I was going in the most high shift I've ever been. I was like 210, 212, the heaviest. Uh, so from the end of December to March 27th, I was training hard to get down to the way I needed to. Is the heaviest I ever competed. I was 188 when I stepped in and weighed in. So I've never weighed in that much. So I think the heaviest before that was like 183. So this is like five pounds mm-hmm. heavier. I felt a little heavier, but I felt in great shape, to be honest. So going into this, like I said, I was trying to push myself as much as I could. So I hired a strength conditioning to coach, which was uh, Tate. He, I think you saw him. He's the one that looks like Thor. He's pretty fucking um, tall, right? Yeah, he's really tall. He's one of my training partners. I train with him every fucking day. He's my strength conditioning. Uh, you saw him, man. I trained mm-hmm. at least three times a week every morning. Um, just strength conditioning, strength, uh, endurance, muscle endurance workout, 
explosions, uh, anything like that. Uh, conditioning, he fucking killed me in conditioning. Um, just getting me ready. Um, it just like I said, mentally, I told you guys, uh, this tournament was very hard for me just because. Uh, I didn't tell anyone this, like, literally, I told them this, like, probably, like, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, literally, the first week and a half, I got really sick, uh, beginning of the training session, uh, training camp, I got really sick, I had to go to, actually, visit Danny, he got scared again, he swears he thinks I'm gonna die, because I keep texting him like this, but I tell him, bro, I'm sick, and I had to get medicine from him, and he helped me out, but, like, I got really sick, I didn't tell anyone, I should've, but, uh, it's just, like, mentally, I was just, like, fuck it, like, it's part of the test, or whatever, so I kept training, um, you know, getting ready, and I felt good, felt really strong. Um, what really fucked me up was February when we hit that <clears> snowstorm. <throat> that really fucked me up, it fucked up my whole routine. Um, because I went from training really hard. From for you guys, let me picture uh my schedule for you guys. So I would go in, I work out early in the morning, like I say six, an hour sesh was Tate, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to work, working eight to nine to ten hours a day. Uh, and my job is yeah, I drive, but I do work was tires and shit so you know I'm, I'm lifting and shit so i do that and I'm, while i'm doing this i'm eating healthy i'm lowering my calories so i feel like shit and then after that i go after all that i go to jiu-jitsu and by the time i go to jiu-jitsu i'm fucking exhausted you know what i'm saying but i have to get through it just because i have to train you know that mentality so mm-hmm. that's i was basically me training i would do jiu-jitsu at least four to five times a week and then train weights uh three times a week so I was just training hard and uh when the storm shit hit, it kinda fucked me up mentally just because like going from training really hard from like the end of December to like that mid February, right? Uh just that week off really threw me off. And then the gym, something happened to the gym. We the gym got fucked up a little bit, like got flooded, but we fixed it. But um it was a blessing in uh in disguise because the next following week I remember texting you guys and the group messages that week off helped me a lot. I had literally the best session the following week when I walked in. Uh, I guess the week off really helped, paid off, helped me like rest. recover and rest. Yeah. And, you know, because even Israel told me all the time, he's like, bro, I know you're training really hard for this, but you need rest, bro. Because I, I was training hard, bro. Like sometimes seven times a week, you know, just because you know how I am, dude. When I when I commit to something, I do the best I can to like, mm-hmm. you know, go balls to the walls. And um, and that's what I did, man. Uh, It was very stressful. Because when you're in training camp and you're training really hard, in jiu-jitsu, I've said many times, I've talked about it with Victor, Anthony, and fucking Jorge, is that, like, there's days where I get my ass kicked really bad in jiu-jitsu. And, you know, those fucking the negative thoughts and self-doubts and stuff like that comes to your mind, and you're like, fuck, what am I doing this? Bro, I remember, obviously, I keep this to myself, but I remember in mid-February, like, after the whole, like, during the whole snow shit, I was thinking to myself, man, why am I doing this to myself? Like, why am I training so hard? Like, the lazy thoughts came to my mind. I was like, why? Why am I doing this? I could just be home and just chill, eat chips, or, like, do whatever I, I, I usually like doing, low-key, but, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, that mentality, you should say, nah, fuck that. Um, Kind of like why I joke around with you guys, you know, that David Gonga's mentality, like, stay hard, just keep going. Stay hard. Keep, <laughs> keep fighting and fuck it, you know? <laughs> uh, just remind myself of my goals, you know, to just, I really want to push myself and really, I guess, be the best me of this year I could be, you know? And, um, so I just kept training, uh, March came around. So for you guys don't know, I didn't do keto this year, uh, just cause I'm trying to test the one thing I love about nutrition and shit like that and training, right? Um, it's like changing your diets and see how your body works. You know, I think you've done it before and I've done it like changing mm-hmm. what you eat, you know, your calories and shit like that. 
So this time I actually um, ate carbs and shit like that. And I felt good, felt strong. Um, just like the only thing that sucked, like I said, I, I was coming in the heaviest. This is the heaviest division I've ever competed, which was 181 between 191 cruiserweight. I've never competed that. I usually compete at middleweight or welterweight. And, uh, but yeah, going in, I felt good, felt strong. I felt like I wasn't going to get destroyed. Uh, so that's my training. I'm going to go over, I already went over that, my regime and all that. Mm-hmm. The only thing, so going into the tournament, you guys, for you guys are listening, um, going into this tournament, I felt so fucking like nervous. I've never been so nervous for a tournament before. And I think it's because you guys went, like all my friends went, all my teammates went, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My sister went. So I get, I got really nervous. And, um, like I was telling Coach Jay the, like two or days before, cause I was drilling with him just, you know, getting some techniques down and get everything ready. I was telling him, you know, I've never been so nervous. Like, this is the nervous I've ever been. Like, from the two past tournaments, I've never been this nervous. He's like, man, you're just, you don't want to lose. That's what he That's what he told me. Like, you don't want to lose in front of your friends, your teammates. Just go out there and just do here. How you show up here and you fucking kill it here. Do the same thing over there. So, that's the mentality I had. Um, And I went in there and, and I did my, the best I could, you know, the, I will talk about my perspective, and I want you to put in your perspective as a viewer. So, in that tournament going in, like I said, I felt strong. I felt conditioned. I felt lean, bro. I lost 22 pounds within three months. So, I felt good going in. I, I felt really like I couldn't really get like – I I didn't see myself get submitted. I said I, there's, I told myself there's no way I'm going to get submitted. There's no fucking mm-hmm. way. So, I had that mentality. I'm not going to get submitted. So, the first match – like I fucking knew already. Uh, leading up to the tournament, I looked up who my opponents are and where they, what gyms they train and shit like that, just to like get myself ready. So the first guy I went against was this uh, Portuguese guy. I think his name was Jaro Franco. Mm-hmm. He was thirty years old. Uh, I don't know if he was taller than me. I think he was taller than me. But a tad, uh, just a tad bit. Yeah, uh-huh. a little taller than me. So we went. Um. The first literally three, four, three half minutes or so, um, he didn't do anything. He just had very strong grip. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't like break his grip I, for some fucking reason. But low key, he did. The ref fucked me over on that match because on the first minute I passed his guard and I was on top of him, but we went out of bounds. I don't know if you remember that. And he didn't reset y'all in the position said, y'all were in. Yeah, he didn't put me in the same position I was in. You're supposed to always do that, but he just made us go again fight. And that he fucked me over because I would have got points for that for passing his guard and be on yeah. Northside's position, low key. But I didn't complain. And then we just kept. I guess he kept pulling me to his guard, and then we saw that he, when he pulls me towards him, and like his his legs, wrapped um, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But he couldn't do anything. He didn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. And I recover anything. It wasn't until last minute he took me down, fast. Like I didn't like. Henry basically got fucking flipped the last second. Yeah, I got there thrown, was this kid. Thought... There was this kid. Not gonna lie, dude. There was this kid on the sidelines, and because he flipped you, bro, you were about to fucking heel kick this dude's dome inside his just inside itself, bro. Really? Yeah, he was so close. I was like, yo, why the fuck is this kid so close to the fucking? Get back! That's Sorry, what I was saying. I was, I was like, dude. They, they, I was like, hey, he didn't move after that happened. I was like, <laughs> bro, you almost got fucking heel kicked to the fucking skull. To the dome. And this motherfucker's yeah. still sitting there. Bro, that's when you should have bombed him. You should have grabbed him by the neck. Stop. <laughs> 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 fucking took my stop. 
Yeah. But, uh, like but, he did, but uh, I did see like how his grip was because he only held you by your gi, by your wrist, right? He, by, yeah. So he grabbed like, me. Yeah. So he grabbed me by the sleeve, by the yeah. the tips of the sleeves, and I couldn't fucking break it. And Strong grip. I remember Victor kept yelling. I forgot he kept yelling at me, but because you don't know, because I remember with the first match, I was like, "Fuck, it's like, it's actually happening." You know, I was thinking that, but uh. Is that so reason that why Victor was your coach, or did he just volunteer? Is oh, because Juan was busy. Yeah. Right when I started, Tony was competing, and Jorge was competing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. So that's why. But, um, so that's why Victor stepped in, and I tried to listen to him. But, um, yeah, so he, he just, you know, he did a good job. Um, I know I told my, I told Joseph this today, and others, uh, Israel, or whatever. I know 10 out of 10 times that, that would not happen. I know that I would beat him and if we win again. And that's just me, pure confidence. Because uh, I didn't feel threatened. He didn't throw any submissions. Uh, he didn't do anything, really. I feel like he actually stalled, stalled the match until the last minute. But at the same time, it's my fault for not implementing your first, my my game plan. That's why in jiu-jitsu, they always tell you, be first, be first all the time. Because whoever's first is going to win the match. So, um, yeah, I lost that match. Uh, real quick, I want you to tell me your perspective of that match and what you saw and whatnot. Uh, the one thing me and Joseph, we we were the two that were talking about it, it was the on the technical standpoint. The other guy was just way quicker than you, um, and I think that's one of the key things that it could put uh, an opponent at an advantage to yourself is being faster, because sometimes being faster is the decision maker of like, oh, can I get to their back or pass their guard and but so he forth. Well, he was just faster. Like I feel, I think there was this one point where he was like moving around your back or some shit like that. I can't really perfectly remember it, but he it just that's what me and just saw. Like, oh, this guy's just quicker. Um, I didn't see, like you said, I didn't see any like real, um, Ronnie attempts of a submission. I didn't see you getting into a position to get submitted at all. Actually, I think he just won basically from points essentially. Yeah. Um. But I guess it's like the game of learning how to implement a plan to secure points because not every match has to go into a submission, right? Not every match has to be be a submission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was done. I was done. Oh, yeah. So there, there was a situation where he almost did take my bag, but I moved too quick to recover my guard because I remember uh, fucking Victor saying, good job, Henry, good job, or whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. I'm going to work on that for the next training camp. But um, passing the passing the legs and when they have my grip like that, how to break and shit. But, yeah, I did feel he was – the only thing I'll say, I felt like he was a little stronger than me. I mean, not a little stronger. I felt he was a little quicker than me or way quicker than me. I'll admit mm-hmm. that. But other than that, I didn't feel like um, he didn't really do anything really, to be honest with you. Do you know how many minutes it was before it started? Of what? Like how many minutes was the match in oh and over oh, total? Like how many? Minutes oh, how many minutes? I don't recall. I want to like say, I want to say four or five. If I had to be honest, it's either four or five. I didn't pay attention yeah. to that. I just watched the bodies roll, the bleeding. The yeah, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, but after that, I was a little tired because, like I said, he he was a little fast, so I had to like keep up with him as much as I could. Um, after the match, he did hug me and told me, like, dude, you're one of the toughest guys. And I quote, you are one of the toughest guys I've ever competed with. Um, I guess because he couldn't really do much to me, like I said. Because um, I deal with, uh, to be honest, I deal with faster guys than him. 
There's mm. a guy named my gym named Farley. We I've, I think I've talked about him once. But this, this dude jumps around, do cartwheels around me, and I'm I'm used to that kind of speed. So um, it is what it is. So going into the second match, I remember being a little tired because <clears throat> they had me warm up. I never had to do that before. Um, but that shit kind of like winded me, especially because I've been cutting weight. If you guys don't know, mm-hmm. literally the day before I went to the sauna for 20 minutes with Israel, cut like the last five pounds I needed to cut. I didn't eat. I didn't drink anything. So I was kind of like my energy source wasn't really there, but I didn't feel like too tired. So, um, when I went, when, uh, before going to the second match, I told myself, okay, Henry, you have to at least win one. You know what I'm saying? I can't have my friends come, my teammates and stuff just to watch me lose both matches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I went with that mentality. So we went in and right when we started, I included my game plan first and, uh, which was pulling him to, uh, to my guard. And uh, just to see what he was doing. And, and then I, I don't know if you saw, I, I swept him for a minute. Mm-hmm. I did a um, scissor sweep. I swept him. And then, uh, but he swept me. I think that's why he got two points. And I recovered. And then we I, uh, I got back up. And then that's when I he gassed out. He kept telling his coaches out loud, I'm tired. I'm tired, coach, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So right there told me, like, all right, this dude broke mentally. Uh, let me just end him. <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> it's fucking life, dude. So I fucking uh, call drag him, which is a tech that I've been working on for the last couple of months. Um, call dragged him, and that's when I took him down. Uh, it was like a single mm-hmm. leg. I grabbed his leg, then I think I turned it to a double leg after that, and I took him down. But anyways, I took him down, <clears throat> and then it was cool because Coach Juan was right there, bro. And he, Coach Juan is very old school. He was like finishes his hand. I was like, Jesus Christ, you want to break his neck? Kill him, but uh, Dude. so I was like, okay, and he was already tired, so I was like, let me make it worse. So I neon belly him, which that's why I get points too. I get like, I think I got like two points. Mm-hmm. I pull my knee on his belly, which sucks ass because you have a hard time breathing. So I did that to him just to like make it worse, and then I collar choked him. I put my hand around his collar, and with the other hand, I push his head forward, and he tapped. And um, I was very happy because you guys all, all y'all cheered, like all y'all, someone yelled, like a bunch of y'all yelled. I think Henry, I'm not Henry. Henry yelled for himself. Yeah. He's like, I got this. Uh, no, nah, but I think you, bro, was the one that yelled. But no, nah, I was good seeing you win. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm so proud. Fucking yeah, man. Getting the Capri Suns and the orange slices out, like after soccer practice and shit. Bruh. The fucking orange slices. Here you go. If I could. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Um, the only thing that bothered me is I felt like I I went against someone that already gave up on himself. So that yeah. kind of like, you know, this type of like mind game. So I'm like, fuck. I wish I had him fresh, but it's all good, man. <laughs> I like for you, you're acting like he's fucking me and wish it was fresh. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, he was just really tired. Yeah, he was and, um, really tired. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, let me just fuck him up. And I did. And I'm like, I'm happy. I won. I'm happy that one that what bothered me mentally, bro, as a competitor. Bothered me that like once when the guy the ref sorry when the ref raised my hand I raised my other hand like if I won the whole thing that kind of bothered me I was like fuck what I, I remember when I raised my second <laughs> hand I remember I was like why did I do that like yeah so I remember when you did that I was like hey bro it's probably all the UFC were watching bro <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight up this man thought his arm got raised by Herb Dean himself <laughs> yeah bro. he put both his arms up he's like I'm the fucking champ. 
Yeah. I thought you were about to say, this is fucking triple C. <laughs> Dude, I'm triple C. Nah, I mean, yeah, that kind of bothered me that I did that. But yeah, at the end of the day, um, went one-on-one, got their place. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I learned a lot from that tournament. A lot mm. of things that I won't make mistakes of. But let me get your perspective on the second match. What do you thought? We saw. Uh second match I thought you just took control once like like you mentioned um, once he said like I'm tired and his face, his face expressions, his body language just showed desperation of just like try- wanting to quit because he was absolutely gassed the fuck out. So And he looks more in shape than me. Yeah, he would like him Who's just seeing his face expression just said the story that like, oh this dude's done. There's no way he continues. Yeah. Because uh, I noticed like he wasn't trying his hardest to fight back your like control, like mm-hmm. when you're trying like push like I don't know what trying to do a takedown or whatever, but he just didn't. It doesn't look like his body wanted to give any more. Um, like you said, just broke mentally and it is tiring. But at the same time, like saying that out loud to your opponent, I mean, I don't know what the fuck you would do that for. Yeah, and I mean, and, and too, like, I don't know if you expected for me to get tired because I don't rolling, because like I don't expect you to get tired because from your teammates and like how co- like how Israel talked about you and like from in the past and like your teammates and Victor, like you don't really give up. And like even in submissions, when you're getting submitted, right, you're not going to tap until that fucker breaks that part of your body or some shit. Break it off my body. Fucking... There's an arm bar and this man doesn't tap until his arm's completely snapped. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's why the guy... So, if you guys don't know, the guy that beat me, the first guy, he won first place. So, I mean, that tells you right there. Um, and he trains only in IB, uh, IBJJF, which is International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, which is the big tournaments, like elite tournaments. Um, that's what, like, we're professional trains and stuff like that, uh, competing. So, going up with him and him not really, like, destroying me quote unquote i mean it made me feel a little good but i mean i guess these are kind of like excuses i tell myself to make myself a little bit better but i want to real quick i want to say this before we end this podcast because i don't know how long it's been <clears throat> it's been a minute it's fine just go ahead and okay. say what you guys say yeah so um what i can say about this tournament uh t- tournament tournament so i can talk is that <laughs> I learned, i'm just kidding <laughs> i learned a lot about this tournament about myself um Three weeks prior, heading towards the tournament, like three weeks out, mm-hmm. I had a conditioning of the hardest conditioning session I had was uh, Tate. He made me do like five rounds of some like crazy fucking circuits, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember on the second round, I gassed out. I was so fucking tired, dude. But I remember telling myself like, I just remember this because like these are events that make you, right? So I remember telling myself, okay, I was gassed, dude. When I told you tired, I was exhausted. But I went to, it's like, you know, like that mental switch of like, I kind of like quieted my mind and just fucking went, went with mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was just very surprised that I was able to push the third, three, four, five rounds, even though how exhausted I was. So that that's, you know, like the, I know these competitions, these tournaments and for you and for like Joseph, for anyone that we know, like once they like train and once they pass that limit, you know what I'm saying? Like you learn a lot by yourself. Um... And I just want to say, like, I learned a lot from this tournament. I already have another tournament lined up. I already told Jorge he's going to tr- uh, compete in it too, June 19th. That's in Dallas. Um, but something I do appreciate is to all my friends that showed up, you guys, that really, honestly, that means a lot. I start crying. 
But uh, if you guys to show up, <laughs> you just hear the tissues coming out and shit game full. Yeah, nah. For you guys to come out and have other friends hit me up online and um, just you know, it means a lot to me just to support, just support me, win or lose. I really like that's something I told myself. Like win or lose, my friends aren't gonna hate me. I mean, they already do, but they won't hate me even more. I was about to say, yeah, I've always hated you before you even started. I was like going in there. I was like, dude, I hope Henry gets his fucking arm or leg snapped in half. I hope that fucker dies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no, it, was, yeah. it was fun seeing you, man, perform and just being supportive because um, those things, like when it comes to friendship and stuff like that, just being supportive no matter what means a lot. And that's what I'm here for. As I always like want to be treated by people i need to treat them the same way so always gotta be supportive of the homies yeah man that, that's a, a real one right here but yeah <laughs> i mean uh like i said yeah it was fun i learned a lot and on to the next one to get better and uh make sure you get that goal that's a that's a goal that's a goal I, i'm but triple yeah. fucking c no, I'm just kidding. But once again, guys, we really appreciate you guys listening, especially with Henry's whole tournament. It was interesting just hearing him how he gets there mentally and shit like that. He's just always mm-hmm. curious about. But other than that, oh, oh, I can't talk. I can't <laughs> fucking talk. It's not doing that. And fucking, <laughs> I can't fucking talk. Oh, but um, you guys have a fantastic weekend to kick ass one. Thanks, guys. Peace.